So I think the secret ingredient is that we take a multi-venue approach throughout downtown Nashville. And this isn't multi-venue as in different rooms in a hotel conference ballroom. So last year we moved to a multi-venue approach. We're continuing that this year. So we actually activate uh, four honky-tonk bars throughout Broadway and 2nd Avenue. Uh, everything is still a block apart, so very accessible, very easy to get to. It's not like you're you're having to walk a long distance when you want to change programming pieces. So we'll we'll activate Wild Horse Saloon, Acme Feed and Seed, BB King's, and Old Red, which is new for this year, um, and is Blake Shelton's bar. So they're also not your average honky tonk bar. That's the voice of Lindsay Cox, director of 3686 Entrepreneurship Festival at Launch Tennessee, and these are the sounds of Lower Broadway in Nashville. Lindsay sat down with us to talk all about the upcoming 3686 Entrepreneurship Festival, convening in downtown Nashville on August 28th to the 29th. Additionally, Lindsay and I revisited a few conversations from last year's festival as the countdown continues to this year's gathering. You're listening to Disrupt the Continuum, a podcast from Launch Tennessee dedicated to entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders. Launch Tennessee is a public-private partnership that supports entrepreneurs from ideation to exit. And the vision is real simple, make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. Tennessee is one of the few states with an entrepreneur resource infrastructure, operating at the state level, collaborating with over 30 partners and industries, such as healthcare, life science, energy, logistics, music, and more. In this episode, Lindsay highlights the programming and opportunities that make 3686 a unique and exciting event for entrepreneurs of all backgrounds in all stages. From first-time founders, to those raising their next round, to ecosystem veterans, 3686 represents the convergence of a thriving community of innovators where there really is something for everyone. So when we uh, first approach someone about about speaking uh, at our event, we convey to them how important it is to give real tangible feedback, advice, advisement to our audience. And the goal for each panel is for every person in the audience to walk away with something they can act on in the next month. This episode is going to be a little different, where we're also going to be highlighting a couple stories and conversations we had last year at 3686. I'm your host, Clark Buckner. We're so glad to have you on this journey with us. For more stories like this, visit launchtn.org slash podcast. Now let's jump in. Hello, my name is Lindsay Cox, and I am the director of 3686 at Launch Tennessee. Welcome. I'm so happy you're here. And also joining us in the studio, we've got our co-producer Jamie, welcome, and uh, we got Darcy, one of our Launch Tennessee interns at Relationary. So this is like Launch Tennessee time to talk about what we've all been waiting for: thirty six eighty six Entrepreneurship Festival. Mm-hmm. I know I've been waiting for it. You've been working on this all year, <laughs> all year, and it's all uh, coming together now. So we're excited to start revealing some of our programming pieces and getting people excited to come back into Nashville. 
I'm so pumped. And so let's just kind of take it from the top 30,000 foot view of just kind of what 3686 is about. I know on Disrupt the Continuum, we've been hearing backstage conversations we've had with various speakers, entrepreneurs, sharing their story and, and kind of how we've all intersected at this physical location in Nashville. And so the 3686 name has a special meaning. So how about we just start there, like where the name came from and the why behind it. And then let's talk about the past, present, and future. Sure. So 3686 actually refers to the coordinates of Nashville. So latitude and longitude. For those who are wondering why we chose uh, seemingly random numbers to be affiliated with, with this event, uh, and to us, it really represents Nashville as a meeting place. So you're you're coming into the coordinates, you're coming into Nashville, you're connecting and you're meeting here at 3686. So we've got a variety, a fun pack here of different clips, voices that we are going to hear from. Some of them kind of share their story, what they're building. It also kind of shares, I think, the, the texture and the context of this assembly point. So how about we just start off with a few voices. This is actually in the backstage podcast lounge from last year. And up first, we've got Andrea School. She is COO and president of Launchpad. And so she was one of the speakers mm-hmm. last year. And so this is kind of some of the things that she had to say about the why behind festivals and gatherings like this. You know, creating platforms like this where it's bringing people together. And what I love about these platforms is is that it's the combination of the investor. It's the combination of the entrepreneur and and the ecosystem builders. And basically, you've got all the people who are actually passionate about building a really strong state, a really strong initiative. And they all are trying to learn together. They're building relationships. They're building connections. Yeah, I think what is so interesting about that clip, and you, you're hearing it from Anne, is it really captures all of these people that are meeting at 3686, which which is investors, it is entrepreneurs, and it is those ecosystem builders and, and our corporate partners that are all coming together right here in Nashville. What I like about that is so many people are coming together, and it's not about them. It's really trying to lift up this overall ecosystem. So she said something else that I really liked, and I'll play that next. There's a technique in improv that says, you know, if you want to demonstrate higher value, the first instinct is to go tight and demonstrate how great you are. But the best way to demonstrate higher value is to actually go out and help others. And so I would say to anybody who wants to be a leader in their ecosystem, be the guy that's the go-to guy or the gal that's the go-to gal who's not thinking about putting themselves first or how they're politically benefiting, and you will always benefit from that. How about, Lindsay, we talk next about just kind of what happened last year and then that's going to tee up this year. Sure. So last year was our biggest 3686 to date. So we welcomed in over 1,200 people into Nashville, um, representing 33 different states, which I think really speaks to how how the event is growing and how it's attracting in even more and more ecosystem developers, entrepreneurs, investors, all of these uh, the whole partners in, into Nashville. And I want to give a special shout out to our female attendees who actually made up 40% of our audience last year. That's which, awesome. Yes, it was awesome, and uh, I don't think I'll ever get tired of hearing those anecdotal stories about how there's actually a line for the bathroom at our event, which <laughs> which never happens, apparently, at other tech conferences. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, the, the women's bathroom, there's a line. I remember that. I think I remember seeing that. So, yeah, it's, it's a great event, 
And I know diversity in the programming is a huge priority, of mm -hmm. course. So any way that you're able to really make that an intentional effort to just improve the overall event experience? Sure. So we've always had a focus on um, inclusion within our 3686 programming. Up until last year, we had traditionally been in the, you know, 35% range. We really wanted to step that game up last year and actually program 50% uh, female and minority speakers at the conference. And, and why we feel so strongly about that is because we want every person in the audience to look up on that stage and see themselves reflected back. And if we're just programming one type of person or one type of um, background experience. So if we just put all investors up there, it's not going to be helpful. If we just put all late stage entrepreneurs, it's not helpful. If we just put all men, it's not helpful. And so again, capturing diversity from all kind of angles within every piece of programming is, is very key to us. FedEx was one of the big corporate partners last year, and as I understand it, they were providing a bunch of scholarships. How many scholarships was it? So we actually awarded 104 FedEx Global Entrepreneur Access scholarships last year, which allowed underrepresented founders to attend 3686 for free. Uh, which which was great. And those were founders of, of all stage and all level, everywhere from idea stage to those who had raised um, some level of capital, getting to engage with, with 3686 who may not have otherwise been able to. One of those FedEx scholars is Courtney Hale. He's doing some really cool work. And so this is kind of his experience at 3686. Hello, my name is Courtney Hale, Chief Hope Dealer, Knowledge Bank Solutions. Yeah, so I am a, a FedEx scholar for 3686, which I'm extremely grateful for uh, FedEx creating opportunities for founders from underrepresented communities to attend 3686 without a cost, which really means a lot to me. Um, I truly believe in creating pathways to get more people to experience the benefits of entrepreneurship. I think it's beneficial for them personally, but it's also beneficial for our economy as a whole. We need more small business owners and we need to be more intentional about creating those opportunities that encourage and promote and prepare more small business owners. Knowledge Bank is his business and have a huge focus on supporting students kind of in that 15 to 24 age range just to teach financial wellness. Mm -hmm. So he has such a huge passion not only for teaching those kinds of principles, but also how entrepreneurship fits into that. So this is kind of what he's doing after 3686. Yeah, you know, so what I'm doing is probably like most people taking notes from every session. Um, I'm going to go back, review those notes and create like one action item from each workshop that I attended. I've already done a little bit of that. Um, I think um, I'll probably be revising my fundraising strategy a little bit, which I'm really excited um, to do. And then just following up with all the great people here. Um, yeah, that, that's next steps. So we actually onboard our, our speakers that way at 3686. So when we first approach someone about, about speaking, uh, at our event, we convey to them how important it is to give real tangible feedback, advice, advisement to our audience. And the goal for each panel is for every person in the audience to walk away with something they can act on in the next month. And so I think hearing Courtney refer to himself taking notes and garnering these actionable pieces at each session really ties together nicely what we are trying to do at the event. 
I love that. Any other examples of just kind of how the relationship is maybe different with speakers? So they're not just paratrooping in and just piecing out. Yeah, no, they they tend to stick around uh, through through the full conference, which is nice. We don't have many people that just come in for their session and leave, which we've definitely seen at, at other events. And so there really is an ability uh, for the attendee to connect with the speakers. And that could be uh, right immediately after their session. That could be through how we format panels, which allows for at least 10 minutes of audience Q&A at the end of each session. So if you come to a session to gain a piece of information and you didn't get it through the panel discussion, you do have the opportunity to grab the microphone and, and ask what you need to ask to get the advisement that you need. And an example that I've loved hearing is from an entrepreneur out of Knoxville who connected with a DC investor after hearing him speak on a panel. And he he approached this investor. He'd had some conversation uh, with this investor's office and said, oh, I'm talking to your team about participating in an accelerator program. This is what we do. And and the speaker was actually Ross Baird, grabbed the entrepreneur's phone and shot off an email from from the entrepreneur's Whoa. phone and said, hey, I'm meeting with this guy. We need to get him in, incorporated into our program. Let's let's talk about this on Monday. So that's, that's the, cool the kind of like real-time connection that's happening. Well, how about we next talk about programming? And I think that's a good segue from the, the way you're onboarding speakers. So let's talk about programming. And something we've heard Ray Wang on the podcast before, previous president at the Dorm Room Fund. Last year, she was a speaker. So here's some of her thoughts on being a founder. And it can be really difficult and oftentimes lonely and isolating uh, to be an entrepreneur, especially a first-time founder, when you haven't kind of gone through the process before, right? So when you're thinking through, you know, oh, how do I hire my first-time employee? Or how do I go and raise a, a seed round of financing? Or how do I sell into this customer? It's really helpful to be able to talk to another entrepreneur who's already gone through that process, right? And have them share their kind of best practices and lessons learned with you. And that way you have a peer mentor who can help kind of guide you as you are walking down the entrepreneurial path. So that concept of peer mentoring, it reminds me of networking. I'm reluctant to use that word networking. It's really more about connecting. But that's always been one of the favorite feedback items that people share that they enjoy about this particular event. Yeah, and we had even more of that after our format change from last year that we're continuing into this year. So we we do multiple programming pieces across multiple venues. So you're moving throughout the day. So you're not just butt in seat, kind of connecting with the people mm-hmm. who are immediately around you. You're constantly in motion, leading to even more and more connections. Something else that we do is offer spaces on-site at the festival for you to schedule meetings, for you to shoot off emails, for you to make that connection with the person behind you and then go have a drink. We're doing all of that in this environment uh, to make it very, very easy. I like it. Any other kind of programming, planning that you want to share, just high-level view that we can look forward to? Sure. So some of the pieces that I'm most excited about for this year is we are welcoming the Smile Direct Club C-Suite team to the 3686 main stage. Super cool. Yeah, we're very excited about it. They are a local Nashville company. They moved here in 2016 and have grown rapidly and are now at that uh, you know $1 billion valuation mark. So having that level of expertise that's in our own backyard here at 3686 will be great. Uh, we're also welcoming Seth Bernstein to the 3686 Whoa. stage. Yes. So very exciting of the Alliance Bernstein family. He'll be joining us on Wednesday. Um, and then we have 
continuing, you know, the theme of 3686, we do have several investor-focused panels at the event this year. So everything from alternative funding to taking capital that matters to how to raise big in the Valley but stay in the South. And that one in particular I'm really excited about. We formatted it as a fireside chat conversation with Cam Duty of Bellhops and Sid Chambliss, one of his early investors. So Cam has actually raised $51 million to date and and is headquartered in Chattanooga. And those dollars, uh, some have come local, but most have come from outside the state, from Silicon Valley in New York. And so him talking through how you raise that kind of money but stay in your own backyard, yeah. I think will be really impactful for our audience. And we'll I'm sure be hearing those reminders of why Tennessee, why the Southeast mm-hmm. is such a smart place to grow your business because of all the reasons, the location, the, the cost of living, mm-hmm. the investors they get. Uh, we often hear a little more money, more bang for their buck mm-hmm. uh, here. So uh, anything else? I saw something about all things cannabis. Yeah, so we're, we've definitely got some buzzy topics this year, which we're really excited about. So all things cannabis, we have a pet tech-focused panel this year, um, which we're bringing some really a wealth of kind of knowledge, experience, and brands that people are going to be familiar with to participate on that. And then something else I'm personally very excited about is an experiential branding panel. So this concept now that, that retail is all online, yet you see kind of these pop-up events or hands-on branding where people are engaging. So take, for example, a brand like Bumble, which is, you know, it's an application, yet you see Bumble having these pop-up events or pop-up activations or even like the Amazon treasure truck, for example. So um, thinking about things from that perspective. That talk about brand reminds me of two of the speakers from last year, James and Chris from Porter Road Butcher. And it's interesting because they have a kind of an interesting backstory. And you want to kind of tee it up and then I'll play this? Yeah, so so we all, I think, think of a butcher and a butcher shop as a more traditional business that you wouldn't necessarily associate with technology or scale. But uh, in this clip, you can hear them talk about how technology has enabled their business to scale. They they have taken VC money and what that's led to. Who would have thought VC money, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So this is back to the point we said about brand. So this is what they say about brand and how they've really built this following. And now what we talk about a lot, you know, brands are not just brands anymore. It's not... I'm X and I make Y. That's not the case. You are part of whatever it is. You become, if you are a big green egg owner and you grill on a big green egg, you're an egghead. And all you do is talk about big green eggs. If you own a Yeti, you're a Yeti customer and you tell everybody that I only use Yetis. I love both of those. (laughs) I love both of those. Brands, but it's one of those things that if you can create the mindset and create the when I am a Porter Road butcher, which our customers have named themselves Portertarians, self-named by our customers and friends. When you become a Portertarian, that represents something. That means that I want to make a change. I want to change the world one steak at a time. Makes me kind of hungry. (laughs) Okay, so let's keep moving on. This is really cool. I know this is a different approach that we've had on the podcast, but I'm really enjoying this. So how about next? Let's talk a little about the student edition, 3686 student edition. And this is a huge priority 
to the conference and to launch in a seat. Yeah, and it's a shift from how we have produced the 3686 student edition in the past. So in the past, it's been a separate event on a separate day. Um, it still had great components to it, but it wasn't really fully incorporated. And so we are fully incorporating it this year into 3686 proper, if you will. <laughs> so on, on Wednesday, we will have a track dedicated to our student founders and Though it is dedicated to student founders, I really think the programming pieces are going to have appeal outside of that. So I don't want anybody to see student and think, oh, well, this maybe isn't going to apply to me because there there are definitely elements that will. Uh, so pieces that we have programmed for that that we're really excited about. A great piece called It's Never Too Young to Start that's highlighting young founders and young VCs. And by young, I mean really young. So we uh, have somebody as young as 16 on that panel who has pioneered technology out of Knoxville. And so she'll be she'll be there. We have a young VC on that panel huh. and then someone more in the creative space uh, who's 19 and running a really impressive website and blog for storytellers and creators. I like the diversity in age. Yeah. Hey, we can learn a lot from younger entrepreneurs and vice versa. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And we uh, have another great piece. We're, we're tentatively calling See Yourself Here. And it will feature uh, Hadia, uh, who's the CEO and founder of HBCU VC, uh, as well as Amy Nelson, who's the CEO of Venture for America, talking to our audience of student founders about seeing yourself in that light, seeing yourself as as a person who will work for a startup or as a young entrepreneur, seeing yourself as somebody who can work in investment and can work in VC. Um, so I'm very excited for that conversation. And then another piece that we're doing within that is a fireside chat conversation with the president of a company called Overtime. Uh, Zach has raised $35 million to date, including from various NBA players and investment firms. He ha actually had his first venture while he was in school, in college, and it was unsuccessful. Huh, and he yeah. went out and worked for a couple of years and then came back and started Overtime, his second venture, which is obviously doing incredibly well. So again, speaking to that that student audience, but also our, our broader audience about you know, if the first time doesn't work out, you can go and learn a couple more lessons and then do it again right. and, and have success. So I think that'll be really valuable. And then we'll, of course, have the student pitch competition, which has been kind of the key element of the student programming, where we will award 60000 in prizes to, to Tennessee-based student companies. We've seen some companies come out of that, and they're doing some significant work. Yeah, it's been great to see them evolve over the years as we've had 36 student edition, which I think is one of the reasons we want to involve it into more of a role within 3686. Student talent is a big deal. And earlier we heard from an entrepreneur, Courtney Hale, on his passion for young people. So a previous student edition team is Fathom. And so we hear from Joe Adele from the Fathom team talking a little about why working with students to help them think about maybe being an entrepreneur or having the entrepreneurial mindset is important. It makes you, you know, it gives you the opportunity to create value and, and find a way to capture that value. So for us, it literally became a leverage point to preparing young people for the future workforce. Clearly at 3686, there's a ton of variety from the different programming, the speakers, the connection opportunities. So what's kind of the, the secret ingredient that anchors everything together? 
So I think the secret ingredient is that we take a multi-venue approach throughout downtown Nashville. And this isn't multi-venue as in different rooms in a hotel conference ballroom. Yeah, this is not like the stale. No, no. Um, so, so last year we moved to a multi-venue approach. We're continuing that this year. So we actually activate four honky-tonk bars throughout Broadway and 2nd Avenue. Uh, everything is still a block apart, so very accessible, very easy to get to. It's not like you're you're having to walk a long distance when you want to change programming pieces. So we'll we'll activate Wild Horse Saloon, Acme Feed and Seed, BB King's, and Old Red, which is new for this year, and is Blake Shelton's bar. So they're also not your average honky-tonk bar. Old These Red. are names people are familiar with. Uh, and it's just a different way to experience Nashville, and it's definitely a different way to experience a technology and entrepreneurship event. The downtown venue is so much fun. Up to this point, we've talked about the past, we've talked about the present, so let's talk about what's coming up next. What do we have to look forward to? What's new? Sure. So new for this year, of course, we've added Old Red as one of our venues. Very excited about that. We've incorporated Student Edition, gotten to talk a little bit about that. We've also added back a pitch element into 3686, and that will be a Tennessee-focused pitch competition. So all of our network partners through our network at Launch Tennessee have been able to put a company up, and we are going to see them pitch live on stage for $50,000. It's also coming be, back. It's coming back. It's coming back in a more manageable way, which I'm excited about. There'll also be a crowd favorite element to this, where you can vote for your favorite startup to receive $10,000. And you won't work so hard on this event all year round. It's a heavy lift. It really puts Tennessee on the map and in such a different way, the Southeast on a map in such a one-of-a-kind way. So anything else you want to add on what we can look forward to in this time in Nashville? Yeah, so we're expanding our partnership with Live on the Green. And for those who don't know, it's a uh, free music festival held here in Nashville, and we'll be partnering with them throughout their four-day weekend, which aligns with 3686's date. So we're Wednesday, Thursday. They'll kick off Thursday night. Perfect. Um, And so we're building out a space called the 3686 Pavilion at Live on the Green, and we'll have programming within the space throughout that long weekend. And that programming will be free and open to the public. And and a couple elements I'm really excited about within that, we're partnering with Asurian on a startup-focused job fair on two of these days. So if you're looking to... Uh, move to Nashville or move to Tennessee and engage with a startup, you can actually meet them on site, ones that are hiring. We think that'll be really cool and unique. Uh, We're also partnering with the Adventure Science Center on a kids in tech activation, specifically around robotics. And so getting kids interested in technology, uh, it's going to be really fun on Sunday. I'm just so excited. How can someone, how can someone learn more as we're getting closer to the event? So you can log on to attend3686.com. All of the elements that we talked about today are on the website. So anything you're wanting to learn more about, you can dig in there. You can also purchase your ticket uh, through the site. Attend3686.com. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming in today. And thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to Disrupt the Continuum. This is the place where entrepreneurs, investors, and ecosystem builders share their story on how they're challenging the status quo to create their own path. I hope you follow along with us at launchtn.org podcast and join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at launchtn. Launch Tennessee has received national recognition for statewide collaboration an innovative economy and stakeholder diversity. And that's because of amazing folks like yourself who are contributing to make Tennessee the most startup-friendly state in the nation. Until next time, don't forget, be sure to subscribe at launchtn.org slash podcast 
and we'll see you soon on another episode of Disrupt the Continuum. <laughs>